Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bob Stoffer joining you from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania with Oilers Now. We're going to tell you that uh, guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. February 11th to 15th is Valentine's week at Roos Chris. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Follow the sizzle to 9990 Jasper Avenue and tell Chris and Chef Eltaf that Oilers Now sent you. As we head off to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline and we welcome back to the show Sportsnet's Mark Spector for Aquarian Renovations. An experience worth sharing. Get started today at AquarianRenovations.com. Hello, Mark. How are you doing? Oh, doing pretty well, Bobby. Pretty good tilt last night. Nice to see the orders can succeed when the, the big boys don't uh, carry the load all the way, huh? Well, we ran a graphic uh, after the second period that uh, sort of off a, a tweet I put out earlier in the week about the goal differential. Goals for and against, uh, you know, without McDavid and Drysaddle on the ice in the three previous seasons, it was between minus 22 and minus 29. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's what it had been the three previous years. After last night's game, without McDavid and Drysaddle on the ice, five on five, these are five on five goals, the orders are now plus nine. Mark, does that tell us something? Yeah, absolutely, right? This was a team that we've talked about this, Bob, for many years. I mean, you can't complain when you got players that are as good as McDavid and Drysaddle. But this isn't the NBA. You also can't win unless you build around those players. And what we're seeing, and the statistics back it up, and the eye test backs it up. I don't need a... You know, I don't need a heat chart to tell me what I saw last night. Warren Fogle scored twice, McLeod scored once, and they got three goals before McDavid and Drysaddle or even or McDavid was even on the on the score sheet. So, yeah, you build a team that can, you know, you know that, that top four guys. I mean, the Oilers have four sixty-point players right now on their team. There's no other NHL team that has more than one at this moment. So you know those guys are going to win their shared games for you. It's the other games. If your depth guys can win those some of those games for you, before you know it, you're the Oilers since Christmas, and that's playing 750 hockey. Yeah, well, and again, 8-0-1 in their last. Now, people say, ah, stop for you, Homer. You know, and who have they played? Well, you, you got to play who you play. That's that's kind of, you know, I'm going to go old school here. I'm going to go like uh, Dennis Green. They are who we think they are. Like, you only get to play who you play. So when they sat there and played the second toughest schedule in the league through the first 41 games, 
with multiple trips out east down four forwards and we had you know the a, a, sm- a smaller percentage of the listeners albeit it's got to be stated text the shows oh you're an idiot stopper there's no way uh, there's no way they're they're going to get anywhere close to 47 to 52 wins and you know what? They might not be completely wrong, Mark. There's days where maybe I am an idiot. But uh, I'm here to tell you right now they're on pace for 100 points based on where they're at at the 51-game mark. Uh, Dom Lucision has them finishing with 102 points and seventh overall in the league. Um, and a big part of it is, like, it is their depth. Because you're looking at it going, they're plus nine now in goal differential at even at five on five without McDavid and Drysaddle on the ice. They have the best power play we've seen in three decades. This is the fourth straight year above 25%. Mark, they only went 25% last night and dropped from 32% to 31.8. It was a disappointing night on the power play. Like, this team can score. There's no question they can score. They lead the NHL in goals per game, and they lead the NHL on the power play. But I think what intrigues the fans is how they're doing it. Because it's not just the power play. It's not just Connor and Leon. Obviously, Heim, and and now they get Kane back. He scored in back-to-back games and provides them with a different dimension, which we'll get to. It should excite people, you know what I'm saying? Well, listen, it's kind of an irony here because the Oilers, you know, offensively, they're one of the most exciting teams in hockey. they got these great players. They're fun to watch. They score lots of goals. Their power plays money. Everyone loves that. We're here in Edmonton, and we're all raised on on five-goal hockey games here, right? That's what we love here in Edmonton. But we also have to recognize that this team doesn't stop succeeding until it can win the close, let's call it boring, low-scoring hockey game. And that's been their Achilles heel. They can't, you know, when when the, everything clamps down, you got to be able to win that game. Well, they've played 16 games since Christmas, and I believe in nine of them they've allowed two or less. And, you know, I don't want to be the wet blanket here, but to me, the two last night is more um, inducive to winning than the five last night. You know, they get five goals, that's awesome. They can get five goals for you. I love the fact this team can weather a game. I thought that Detroit had more of that game, Bob, at times than the Orders had. Detroit was very good last night. And in the end, the Orders Uh, allowed two. Jack Campbell's awesome. PK's awesome. That's how you win hockey games. So, Mark, just just for you know what's in giggles, 1920. So the first year Ken Holland was GM, the Oilers were 14th in goals for. Okay? The last Mm. two years, they've been 7th and 7th. Okay? And some people think, well, the Canadian division was a higher-scoring division. Um, You know, they've gone 14, 7, and 13 in safe percentage the last three years, basically with Smith and Koskinen. Right now, they're 17th, but they're climbing there as well because we're seeing a guy get it, uh, you know, pull it together here. Jack Campbell's now got eight straight wins. I'm with you. You got to be able to defend, but uh, you know when you're leading the league in goals for that is different than being seventh, like they were the last couple of years. And and, and again, I think it's an ongoing storyline. Is where you know McLeod's got six in his last ten games. Um, that was a big night for Fogle. Yeah, and they are going to get Yamamoto back and Spec. We might finally see. We're going to have to, you know, if Yamamoto's playing this weekend in Ottawa and Montreal, something's got to give, and we know who wasn't in the lineup last night. Yeah, and, you know, we've watched the competition, and then remember, Bob, 
you got a coach that just took a, that, that's taken a spot away from the forwards. This isn't they're not fighting for twelve jobs; they're fighting for eleven. And I think yeah. we've seen at the bottom of the lineup what that competition's done. Derek Ryan has played for the last, you know, three weeks as a guy that's not coming out of the lineup anytime soon, right? Uh, you know, Warren Fogo misses a game. He comes back in last night, scores two. He's not coming out of there. Uh, Dylan Holloway's game is much better. McLeod is really they, they, to find his game. Yeah. You know, they got to get Holloway twelve minutes a game back every game. He's got to get up to twelve minutes. Like he played it, he played around ten last night. Uh, he gives him some pace and some tempo and can stretch the ice with that speed. And he's he can hound the puck a bit. And there's something there with him. Yeah, there is. You know, for sure there is. And to me, the number's ten. You got to play ten, or you're, or I don't look at the player as much as I look at the coach sometimes. Uh, I mean, it's a, every once in a while a guy's having an awful game. He's not going to get his minutes. That's the deal. But I, I, I don't think you can look at, you know, there's not many nights, Bob, in my books where you can look at a forward who only gets eight minutes and say, I oh, didn't get any done. I don't think that's right. I think, uh, to me, the number's 10. Uh, Holloway was okay last night. I don't see how he, he deserved 18 minutes. But you'd sure like yeah. him to play himself into a point where he's getting 13 or 14, wouldn't you? All right, Mark, are we watching? So they've got more depth. Are we watching a team with a little bit more bite, too? I mean, we had three or four melees last night. Uh, Kane was involved in a couple of them. I would assert to you that Costin kind of settled one down because Ronick was being a little bit of a agitator out there, and then he just grabbed him in the middle of the shirt, separated him from the herd, and you could see that Ronick wanted no part of that. Uh, Day Harney at one point had two different guys. Are, do, are the, do the owners have a little, you know, Kane obviously gives a different demand. And Kane, Mark, it was who he was targeting from Detroit. This is, I think, how you have to do things in today's NHL. You know, if they're going to sit there and occasionally, you know, try to play McDavid hard or play a dry settle hard, then you got to target their guys. And Kane was going after Lucas Raymond, who's their, their star young, you know, top six or seven overall pick forward. Give me your assessment. Are we watching a team that's got greater dimension and greater capabilities uh, throughout the lineup at forward? Oh, yeah, listen, they've added, basically added three guys. Uh, if we throw away the early games Kane played before he hurt his wrist, you know, they've added Kane into their lineup. Well, he's their toughest forward. Uh, they've added Costin midway through the year. Now he's getting confident, and I never knew Costin had this element when he came here. You know, he likes to fight, right? I never, whoever heard of a young Russian guy like him that comes in and likes to fight first round pick? Usually they like Andre to score. Nazarov. Okay. Andre, now, that, Andre you're, Nazarov. You're going back to the 90s in San Jose, pal. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, and then you bring up DeHarnay, and DeHarnay is going to do whatever it takes to stay in this lineup, and he is absolutely succeeding. So you've added three players on 18 skaters who are all tough and like to play tough. And you know what it does? It the rising tide, right? Every other guy gets a little tougher now because all of a sudden they find themselves in the ice in a scrum and they look around and they go, hey, I got some guys out here that can take care of themselves. I feel a little tougher. I feel a little better. Kulak didn't have any fights this year until the last 15 games or so. Now he's got two or three, you know, and he can handle himself. Kulak does just fine. So, yeah, they're a tougher team. And I know you like looking at it, Bob. And I'll tell you what, a game like last night, 
you know, the emotion provided, right? It's not just the fights and scrums. It's the emotion. They are a more emotional team. It's like that Calgary Rangers game the other day. I'm not sure I've seen a better game all year. It just happened to have a couple of huge hits and a couple of scraps. But, man, it was a good emotional hockey game. And so was it last night in Detroit. Well, I mean, maybe the best home game all year was Edmonton against Tampa Bay. And Pat Maroon got a lot of it started with a bit of a cheap shot on McDavid. And there was a response, you know. And, I mean, are Edmonton as tough as Calgary, Minnesota, or Philadelphia? I mean, they don't have, you know, like they're playing the Flyers here tomorrow night. And the Flyers got Nick Delorier, who the Oilers looked at. And Nick Sealer, who is a guy that a lot of guys don't really want to fight because he's got a strong mixed martial arts background and he can strike, okay? But beyond that, uh, McEwen's out with a broken jaw. So, you know, like, Torts had three guys there that could keep things honest as they try to rebuild a bit of their identity. But Edmonton's got different, because Edmonton's got a little bit more, with all due respect to those two players, Sealer's a third-pairing left-shot D. And... You know, I love Delorier, but he's a fourth-line forward. Kane's a second-line winger. Costin's a third-line winger. Those guys play. Uh, Kane's a first-line winger. Let's be honest. Kane's a first-line winger, um, yeah. Right? You score 35 goals in 58 games when you come into a team. Yeah, you're a first-liner. First so, <laughs> you know, so it's it, it, it's a nice combination. Spec, uh, we had Ken Holland on yesterday, and I'm going to ask you. So, look, we know the trade deadline is 22 days away. I'm almost certain that the Oilers are going to add a forward, okay? That is inevitable. I think they'll be adding a forward. The question is, do they need, like, you know, it's not lost to me that Kulak, had, you know, he went. he's he's the one that challenged Lafferty to fight after the hit in the Chicago game. Him and Fabry were going at it all game. I don't think that's done, by the way, when Edmonton plays Detroit next Wednesday. If I was Fabry, I'd find a way to avoid it because I've never seen him in one in his entire career. Um, I, I think, you know, if you're Kulak, maybe you're trying to diversify what you can do a bit more. So I'm going to put you on the spot. You saw how Broberg played last night. The team hasn't lost in regulation since DeHarnay's come up. Do they need to go get a top four defenseman, Mark? Uh, I would say it's changed for me, for sure. And you know, I was of the mind that they needed that, you know, the Edmondson, Gavrikov, Gavrilov guy that, that pushed Kulak to the third pairing. Uh, I think the way Broberg's playing, I don't want to push him out of my lineup. I think the way Dayarnay's playing, maybe I don't have to, maybe I don't have to expend my assets on that player. You know, maybe I, I don't. I don't know who I want to take out of my lineup. I guess I'm not. You can't. Pop, I can't look at this defense and say they can't be improved. They're as good as they can right. be. You can always find a guy. You go get Jacob Chikrit. You know, and then well, I guess what happens? He walks in and plays every night. And you take Goldberg, who's just starting to find himself. And what do you do? You move him to the right side? No, That's he's going to Bakersfield. Where does he man. play? Like, he goes to Bakersfield. He would play. He would. He would go to Bakersfield because you can put him in Bakersfield. That's the only. And, and I'm with you. I don't know if Why you want to do that, that right now. Guy's right. just starting to play, Bob. I mean, he's really starting to play. He might have been their best defenseman last night. So my point yeah. is, listen, and everybody out there. You can't have everything, especially when you're capped out. It's money in, money out. Ken Holland probably has one 
impactful player he can bring in and one sort of uh, Derek Vissarich player that he can bring in. Is that fair? Right? Sure. Probably got two guys. One, we're going to go, man, this guy's good. And the other guy, we're going to go, eh, okay. So where's the good guy? Where does the, the real expense, the first-round pick? What do you spend it on? You know, now, I'll tell you what, I, I, three weeks ago, I said it was a defenseman. It was a second-pairing left defenseman. Today, I don't know, pal, it might be a forward. You know what? It might be a well, right third-line yeah. centerman. How about that? Yeah, and there's not a lot of those guys out there, Spec. So, you know, and, and 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 the ass today is not going to be the ask. And the, there, I mean, I believe, I keep hearing it's, and this is not Edmonton-centric. This is guys like Frank Saravalli and Elliot Friedman who deal in this every day, Spec. And I, I keep hearing, ultimately, it's going to be a buyer's market. Okay? So today, as an example, if you're... Um, you know, Armstrong sitting there in, in Arizona, you're going, well, I don't want to take any money back in a deal with Jacob Chikrin because we're Arizona and we're cheap and we, like, that's, yeah. this is, it's the reality of the situation. I got to get two future number ones and a prospect and I don't want to take a contract back. Well, that might be where you're at 23 days out or 22 days out for Chikrin. Does that change when you get closer, like the day before the deadline? Does he ask for a Lafferty? Uh, you know, I mean, they got the guy for nothing. They dumped Nylander and got Lafferty in the deal. It, you know, does that go from, because I'm hearing there's some pretty crazy rumors out there that they're, they might even be asking for former first round picks for him, which is just off. Does that change to, you know, a second rounder and a B prospect? I don't know. I think the closer you get to the deadline, it does. And the question that needs to be asked is, do the Oilers, invest in D or do they get another good forward to go with this group? Preferably with term mark. Hey, it's well term. Listen, getting guys at the deadline with term is the big dream that almost never comes true. <laughs> Bobby, we talk about it every year. Hey, let's get a guy with three years. Yeah, it doesn't happen. Um, you know, this is the gamble. This is why I'll tell you one thing. I don't know what's going to happen, and I don't know where the price is going to go. And I don't know how long you can hang on before someone else snaps up that player that you think you like, yeah. whether it's Lafferty or Edmondson or Johnny. Taves or you know what the longer you hang on the chances are you might lose them but the longer you hang on the more the price comes down we know that for sure this is why all the talk about in November oh my god they got to go make that trade right now that price in November is the highest it's ever going to be and it descends as the trade deadline approaches we're getting into the we're getting into the you know short strokes here Bobby it's Feb what eight today yeah, you know, we're twenty third, March third. So March third, there you go. Twenty three, yeah, twenty two, twenty three days away. Yeah. Right. Look, I get it. It's time for the orders to move. It's time for the orders to. They got to treat this deadline like they're building a Stanley Cup winner, and nothing short of that. It's time to win a cup here and challenge for a cup and take a run at a cup and act like you're a cup contender. And that's exactly what I think Ken Holland will do that. But that doesn't mean, you know, a month ago, people were phoning your show saying trade Broberg. How many people are phoning your show this morning saying trade Broberg? 
Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of people uh, texting right now on the Ashley Fine Floors line uh, to, <laughs> to text uh, Broberg. Uh, though Dino in Calgary has just texted the show. Now, he is in Calgary. He says, Speck, you need at least eight defensemen for the cup run. Defense wins championships. If Broberg goes to Baco for half a year, then so be it from Dino in Calgary. Um, okay. And another texter that. says... Uh, Boston has barely lost all year, uh, and they're in on Chikrin. Having eight defenders isn't bad. McDavid and Drysettle don't care about our draft picks. Three uh, years at four point six million is worth the extra price. Uh, again, in order for Edmonton to to do, and I, I three months ago I would have said no on Chikrin because I didn't know if he, you know, what kind of player he was going to be this year. Okay, and I didn't know how good the Oilers were going to be. Um. I got a pretty good idea what the ask is with the GM. I'm more open today, me, but I'm not the GM than maybe three months ago. Spec, it's gonna. And another texter says, Bob, compare the orders decor to the abs decor and tell me who's got the advantage in the seven game third round series. And that is a fair perspective. Colorado had a better defense last year. Mark, it's gonna be fun. Thanks for joining us. All right, Bobby, have fun in Philly. We will. It's 12.54 in Edmonton. We'll take a timeout, and I'm going to bang off some of your texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line when we return on orders now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is 1257 in Edmonton. Just a reminder, we're heading back to sunny California in April with New S Travel. You fly to Los Angeles to watch the Oilers play the Kings and the Ducks. This New S Travel package includes... Airfare, four nights at the Marriott LA Live, lower bowl game tickets for both games, a welcome reception with yours truly, and special guests for the California Hockey Package. Uh, reach out to newwesttravel.com. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you quickly into the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, Nurse can be the Oilers' defensive defenseman. Uh, the solution, uh, if it start, if it starts by playing smart and simple like DeHarnay again, you can text us at any time, 780-496-0063. Bob, a left side of Nurse, Chikrin, and Broberg locked down for the foreseeable future. That's a contention-worthy uh, cohort for years to come. So here's the thing. You can make an argument that they could live with what they got with the seven guys. I know that's not sexy. You can also make an argument that, you know, put together a couple first-rounders, go get Chikrin. But the only way that happens is if Arizona takes some money as well. I mean, logic would dictate. Doesn't necessarily have to be Chikrin, and there might be some people completely opposed to adding them at this time and saying that organic growth is the way to go. Most of you, I think, like the idea of stepping up and making a deal. We'll head off to Global News Weather Traffic Update. Kevin Robertson, come back with Al May on orders now.